and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at one story or narrative-focused game and give our thoughts about it. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this week, we are diving back into Life is Strange 2, Episode 4, titled Faith. This one came out very recently, came out Thursday, August 22nd. Um, Once again, it's out on all the same stuff the previous episodes were on, so PS4 and PC, uh, and maybe Xbox, I don't actually know. Developed by Don't Nod Studios, published by Square Enix. Uh, Duncan, are you you excited? Are you excited to get back into Life is Strange? It feels like it's been a little bit. Life is Strange Episode 4, let me get those hands back in the (laughs) honeypot. I want to get my hands covered in Life is Strange 2, honey. Um, oh. It's the full title of this one. That's, that's a so, very disturbing title, but they went with it. And honestly, I respect the balls on that sort of a move. Yeah, I'm super excited to get back into this. I think um, episode three meant uh, the most to me as far as like me getting kind of like back into that Life is Strange feeling and being a fan of this series as a whole. I still like one and two, as you've heard probably on previous episodes, but uh, hopefully three was kind of an apex for me so i'm looking i'm looking forward i'm looking on the horizon yeah so i guess um i want to do two things right at the top here um one i'm gonna do something a little weird something we don't usually do and i'm gonna plug what we're going to be playing next because if people don't listen all the way to the end of the episode i still want them to know um so next up in a week or two we are going to be playing through eliza that is on steam right now you can check it out it is another visual novel based on uh, kind of AI idea just so people are upfront about that uh, and then I wanted to kind of get a gauge of what your thoughts were before starting this episode it sounded like you were kind of um, anticipating were you pretty hot on the idea of coming into this were you pretty excited about the possibilities of episode four uh dude I'm so sorry this this is not like this isn't gonna even be an interesting answer but yeah I mean, yeah, I was excited. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to unpack that one. That's. That's. I was just. I was ready for it. Yeah. Um, Good. But I okay. do want to let the, the listeners know uh, that you do need to listen all the way to the end. There are plenty of surprises along the way. Um, so please keep an ear out for those shocking, revealing truths that you will learn about Alex and I throughout the way. Please stay to the end. Yeah, we only reveal them after the credits music, um, and they're usually shocking like duncan said some of them we've admitted to a number of felonies on this podcast uh, but the cops haven't gotten us because people stop listening as soon as the credits music comes on so i guess they're lost right 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 cops lost um, cops lost uh i will say just following up on that i i was coming into this one i will say honestly i came off episode three really really hot because yeah. i think episode three was maybe the second or third best episode of Life is Strange across all of the series. Um, But coming into episode four, I don't know why, but I was really hesitant. Like, I was Mm -hmm. excited to be back in the universe, but I was really like, "Ah, this is kind of, for my money, this felt like a make-or-break episode for them. Because I think one and two... Yes, I was being critical. I was being very critical. Because I think episode one and two were pretty good. I think three was great. And if they carried that momentum through four and five, I think season two would be phenomenal. But if they dropped that momentum, I don't think they were really going to be able to pick it back up for episode five. So I was coming into this one... You know, kind of, kind of hesitant, all things considered. Um, so Damn. I, I think it's interesting coming at it with different headspaces, you and I. That's um, that's that's really interesting. I'm happy we could talk about this. Unfortunately, neither of us did play this game. It did come out Wednesday, so we are still working on it. 
Uh, but that was our <laughs> thoughts coming into it. Uh, yeah, just, so tune in for the next episode when kidding, we start guys. talking about uh, the first hour of the game when we finally find time to play it. I know you're um, all smiling right bad. now, thinking about how funny it would be if we didn't play, right? Everyone's smiling, right? Okay, cool. Great. Glad we all have smiling energy here. So let's get into the real game here. Let's get let's into the it. real EA Sports. It's in the game. Thank it's you. It's in the zone? It's, no. It's in the game. It is in the game, not in the zone. What's? It's in the zone. Auto <laughs> it's zone. nothing. Yeah. Gotcha. There you, oh, okay. You're right. You're right. That is an auto zone thing. Uh, so where we left off, it's pretty important context before the beginning of this episode. Obviously, spoils are head for episode four and all episodes prior to it uh, and mm-hmm. after as we go along. We're jumping through this. Yeah, spoilers uh, for episode five in this <laughs> yeah um we are uh stepping through this story bit by bit kind of talking about it along the way in typical fashion if you haven't been here before welcome to my dungeon <laughs> uh so you <laughs> fucking hate the- that little twist we're throwing in there <laughs> welcome to my dungeon okay yeah. anyways so a good way to open the episode <laughs> so sean wakes up in the middle of a hospital. In the set, exact center of the hospital. Uh, <laughs> he's in one of the rooms, and uh, it's been two months, as the text informs us. What happened to Sean? He got fucking got. Daniel lost his mind and blew up kind of like a weed shack in the middle of the woods, and a big piece of glass went right through Dan- <laughs> or Sean's eye. Could you explain that a <laughs> A little bit, uh, like like more dramatic in any way, shape, or form. Are we going with um? We going with Daniel lost his mind. Then big piece of glass hit hit Sean in eye. It hurt. I'm sorry. It I hurt. didn't realize this was the fucking episode three recap. I thought we were talking about four. Well, but fine. I'll go into more detail. I mean, you don't uh, have to in, go to that much. At the end of episode three, um, Sean was following Daniel, who was kind of getting... Finn had taken him along to go steal, um, at least for my story, and I think yours. Finn yeah. had taken him along to go try and rob the, the drug dealer they were working for, essentially, or steal from the drug dealer, and things escalated when they got caught. Uh, I think Daniel... Somebody got shot. I don't remember yeah, who, because the, it could change a lot, so yeah. I want to keep it general. Somebody gets shot, uh, Daniel kind of again loses his mind for lack of a better word has kind of like an emotional outbreak and his powers yes has a temper tantrum which for him means destroying the entire building that he's in um and a lot of people got injured and uh sean took a very large shard of glass directly through the eye thank you that was beautiful so i think my first one was better but it's fine (laughs) so uh, because of that giant glass shard in sean's eye he is hospitalized he has been in a coma for two months uh well it's not he hasn't been in a coma for two months he's been in the hospital for two months but he was in a coma i don't know how long he was in the coma for yeah it's unclear yeah it feels like probably only a couple of weeks but right uh so he is being guarded by you know outside by a guard as he uh is going to juvie tomorrow as we'll learn along the way so that's kind of just why he's not like just immediately leaving uh so we get a scene to open this up with uh where the the nurse for sean joey comes in to take a look at our eye and do kind of a regular check-in this guy's the coolest right joey yeah he's he's not bad um whoa here's the thing i like joey i think 
Hmm. Well, talk about the rest of the scene because I okay. think my problems with Joey are are problems with the entire hospital scene. Okay, yeah, I do have problems with this. So, anyways, but Joey's a cool dude for sure. Okay, so um, uh, he's doing a regular checkup where he he tests out your right eye because you know your depth perception is now all all wick wick whack. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> It's all. I heard, I heard it come out of you, and you being confused and trying to find it along the way, like a W happened, and you're like, "Well, that's fucking wrong. I gotta figure this one out." <laughs> Wick whack. Uh, and then you get to play this mini game. Uh, I, I did the first one really well, where you just have to follow the light. But there's another one where you have to put like a pen in another pen or something like that. Yeah, just I, kind of lining up. Joey is holding a, a static pen, and you are moving one forward and back to try and give, like, an idea of what your depth perception would be like. I couldn't do it. Nah, fuck. It was, it was impossible. It was, it was literally impossible. No, it's not impossible, because there were plenty of people who nope. succeed. Okay. Game shark. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who did it was using a game shark. Yeah, I love the PC and 64 game shark, game shark adapter. Uh, so... Uh, Joey, Nurse Joey's interrupted by uh, an FBI agent I don't remember the name of. Uh, agent Flores. Are you, oh, did I get that one right? Yep. And I wrote it with a question mark on her document. Yep, cool. correct. Cool. She's here because uh, she's talked to Sean before that this is kind of like her last, you know, go at it, essentially, it feels like. So she asked him, all right, like, let's talk again. What happened to the farm? Who's responsible for the wreckage? Like, where, you know, what really happened here? Uh, and you kind of get a couple options to be, like, really, really standoffish with her or just kind of standoffish with her. Um, I yeah. chose the very standoffish option because I don't trust no cops. I mean, why would you trust cops? Like, the game literally starts with a cop killing your dad. Yeah, and she is Which FBI, is so... Yeah, and that is a lot of the reason she's here. Like, I think she cares about the pod farm, but not really that much. She mostly wants to figure out what happened in Seattle. Um, and most of her questions after she asks whether or not Finn was involved with the pod farm um, tend to lead that direction. I, I chose to be mildly standoffish mm -hmm. um, because, it, and like, I knew, like, I'm not going to be in this hospital. I'm not going to talk to this character again, probably for uh, at least the rest of the episode. At that point, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, well... I don't know, man. Like, it was Finn's idea. You I should probably tell her Finn did. Yeah, because, like, okay. he took my little brother to go rob a drug dealer. So, like, yeah, maybe fuck off a little bit. I'm not taking the hit for that one. Yeah, I see in my... <laughs> All right, here's a little side fun sidebar for everyone. I lost my save, uh, as mm. you might have heard in our last episode. So, um, Life is Strange is like, well... It's it's pretty cool actually. I mean, I don't hate it. It's the better opportunity. Is I'll take your save file, but I'm gonna fuck up episode three for you. I'm gonna really just grind it up in my roulette machine and just <laughs> whatever mangled piece of shit comes out. That's that's what you get. Uh, so I chose that option because I was not playing that again. Uh, mm -mm. So I think what I ended up getting was your ending as well. But the previous one I chose was. I went along with Finn, uh, so my reality's changed a little bit, but I didn't know that when I opened the game up, so I said it was all of our idea. Um, mm, gotcha. Uh, and also, I kind of didn't... She was pretty, like, accusatory about... I felt like the, the cop in Seattle, and she's like, are you sure you didn't, like, 
run up to him and hit oh, him yeah. or no. your dad. She fucking and, sucks. Yeah. She fucking sucks. Yeah. She's like, well, I mean, I'm just saying, you probably deserved getting shot, right? Like, your dad deserved to get killed by this cop, right? Like, I mean, come on, right? <laughs> like, wow, actually, fuck off. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's the thing. Uh, so, but this is, just so you guys know, this this first half of the, the episode's pretty slow, so stick with us, it's gonna get more exciting here. Uh, but, so, Flores leaves, uh, and then Joey comes back in, and you can kind of, like, vent about how you don't want to go to juvie tomorrow, and he's like, hey man, there's a, uh, special surprise for you in the towel, it's got your name written all over it, wink! Uh, I really like that line, because you open up the towel... And it's a sketchbook. <laughs> Boom, yeah. baby. It's got your name written all. Oh, smart. smart. Literally has your name written all over it. <laughs> I definitely did think Joey was going to be like, aha, uh-huh, check a surprise for the towel. It's a key to the window so you yeah. can escape. That's also and what I, I thought. Like, yeah. So I was a little bummed out to be like, oh, it's it's my sketchbook. Yeah. He's like, cool. hey, here's a handgun and a lockpick <laughs> so you can escape. <laughs> Don't shoot me, please. <laughs> please, please, not me. <laughs> God, uh, yeah. So that, that, that's this whole intro scene, and I think this is kind of where it takes off for me, right? Like, I think you, because you know, you talk to Joey a little bit more, um, and I guess the important thing to note here is that in looking at the sketchbook, you do see that Jacob from the the camp in episode three left a, a very brief note saying that Daniel had a comic book waiting for him in uh, Haven Point, Nevada, basically implying, hey, this is where I managed to take your brother to. So you, you know, figure that out and then come to the determination that you have to escape. I guess the thing we didn't mention is that uh, all of Sean's questions for Agent Flores are like, hey, right. do you know where my brother is? And she's like, well, I've got some leads. And then if you answer questions... You know, you answer the questions, and then she's like, and by leads, I mean, we've got people asking questions, and he's like, wow, fuck you. Yeah. Um, they don't so have now that you have concrete information, you make the determination to escape. And that's kind of like the hospital scene is basically split into that first part where all of the, like, story dump hits you, and then the second part where you're trying to escape. Um, I think that first part is bad. <laughs> Yeah, um, it just the writing is kind of stale, and I think honestly the production values are kind of weird. Like a lot of Joey's lines, and this is part of why I didn't connect with them so much. Like when you're doing the mini game or when you're idly walking around, he he'll have lines that use the exact same like words. Like he'll say essentially one thing just idly, and then you'll talk to him, and they'll start a new sentence, but it'll be basically the same thing, and it just kind of took me out of the whole thing entirely. Hmm. Okay. Um, so that, that whole scene was weird and very slow, and I think it maybe would have been impactful if I had, like, played it immediately after episode three, but I didn't, so, like, sure. I don't know. It it all felt just kind of off to me for the first half of the scene. Yeah, um, for me, it was kind of like, I, I didn't really take his, like, writing context so much that I thought of him as, like, uh, like a character or like an actual person of just being like the one person in, I mean, Sean mentions like this hospital is more like a prison or it's just yeah. kind of like Juvie um, because he's really just stuck in this room um, with nothing to do or no one to really talk to. So it's kind of like, this is really his only connection because it's someone that's like not his age, but like 
you know, somewhere close to his generation, maybe. And like, yeah, and he's like cordial with them and joking around, yeah, as opposed it, to just being like, "I'm here to guard you," or "I'm here to get you to admit you killed a cop." Yeah, exactly. So it's this kind of a salvation. It's just like it's nice. I I like I like that he exists less than you know like I think his writing is really cool. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that, that's totally fair. So moving on, so we can get to the get to some the other stuff, stuff here. Uh, so Sean decides to escape. Uh, he wait, kind of waits till uh, night, night time here, which is the professional way to say night, night, time, the night, of course. Uh, so, <laughs> um, Sean can escape in a multitude of ways. He can escape without hurting anyone. He can escape while hurting the security card guard, who's clearly asking for it because he's an mm-hmm. asshole the entire time. Which I think was the game just giving you permission to hurt him. Um, yeah, it was so you don't feel bad about it if you choose to go that route. Or you can be a monster and hurt Joey. Uh, but that's something you can do. Uh, so what did you choose? Oh, and there's so what did you do? So I, uh, you have a couple of different options here, and um, I without do because you know it's like hey explore and figure it out so one of the first things i did was went to the bathroom and yeah. then there's like a little bar that jiggles mm-hmm. and you can rip it off the wall and as soon as you rip it off the wall the security guard yells like oh what was that rah, rah, rah. um and then sean says something to the effect of like great going now he'll be on high alert so i was like okay well i probably can't stealth my way out of here so yeah. then i pressed the button to call joey yeah. Um, which you wait a long time after you press that button. Like yeah. you press the button to call him into the room, and it's like three minutes. It's an actual like wait. Like they made it, it realistic. Is. Like he got <laughs> was... the pager. He's like he's eating lunch or dinner, I should say, because it's third shift. Night dinner. night time. At night night time. It's like <laughs> oh, okay. Sean wants me. Well, let me just finish the sandwich. And uh... <laughs> but yeah, eventually he gets there. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, and he. I I was up front with him. I was like, hey, I'm trying to break the fuck out of this joint. Damn. I need you to help me. And he was like, yo, I can't. I'll lose my job. It sucks you're going to juvie, but I need this job. And I was like, damn. (laughs) You right. I'm not going to put you in this, Joey. I'm not. You're right. I'm just going to go back to bed. Don't worry about it, Joey. Uh, And then he leaves. And that's when you get the option to hit him in the back of the head if you're a fucking monster. (laughs) And I said, no, I'm not a monster. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so then I hid behind a curtain and called in the security guard and bashed his head in when he walked in. Yeah. Because I am a monster, actually. Uh, I mean, he was being an asshole. He was asking for it. Hey, uh, yeah. I want a direct message. I want to DM any of the 7% who hurt Joey. Why? <laughs> What's wrong Why? with Why? Who hurt you? Yeah, who, who who bashed you on the back of the head with a lead pipe? Also, then how did you get past the security guard? Yeah, what does it accomplish? <laughs> if, so I think, okay, so when Joey comes into your room, he says something to the security guard about, like, oh, it's a smoke, smoke break. break now. Yeah, that and makes I think sense. We're just supposed to assume that if Joey never walks out of the door, the cop... <laughs> guard never comes back <laughs> even though the same of more time actually would have passed you also but. make a fake sean in your bed if you want to and he's like this should what buy time do? but it what doesn't do, do anything i can't imagine it does anything you're fucking gone maybe maybe they like maybe the security guard will catch you if you don't have that i, I don't doubt know. it um anyways oh so yeah. here hold on that's okay yeah because you can't escape through so you can use the bar to break open the window that's the the way you can do oh it you can yeah i had to because i was reading the uh, subreddit today so i figured that out uh well i fucking 
Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> well, honestly, probably with the amount of time that guard was out, gave him pretty permanent brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> you're not supposed to go down like that from getting hit in the head. So that dude's not getting back up at 100%. That's for sure. Sean's done a lot of shit for that for that little shit. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways. Sean's going to jail. Yeah, anyways. So, um, you make your way down the scaffolding of some construction, and uh, you find a car, and you do that classic, classic move. Well, oh, wait, hold well, on. I did forget first, something. as you're going down the something. scaffolding, yep. conveniently, you walk right next to Finn's room. Fuck off. Because he is life also is in the hospital. <laughs> Fuck off, life is strange. You don't do that shit. That's not real. I'm, I'm, I refuse to accept it. And that's why I said, no, leave him sleep. Leave him be. Okay. What did you do? I talked to him. I talked to him because I was like, well... I wouldn't if I were like actually Sean, but I am interested to see what this conversation looks like. And it was actually it was it was a pretty good conversation and you know, where he apologized and said he was an idiot and like wished you well and you know, like I can't tell you where I'm going and he's like, Yeah, that's legit, don't tell me and then I mean it it was good closure for Finn's character, essentially, mm-hmm. if you kind of were on rocky terms with him at the end of the last episode like I was. Yeah. So it was okay, but it also yeah, it felt way too convenient. Also, this kind of pissed me off, and like I feel bad saying this pissed me off. But you get a bunch of letters in your hospital room, mm-hmm. and one of them is from um, oh I don't remember Chris, yeah, the guy Captain who's Spirit. Captain Spirit, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, I know I got hit by that car in episode two, but I'm fine." <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> so much for that having any impact whatsoever. My arm really hurts, and you hurt me. I think what it does is, I think, so this is kind of going to relate to my prediction for episode five. I think everything we're doing is just putting points up or down. And we've been saying this forever. It's just yeah, putting it's, points it's up Daniel or down on, on, um, on Daniel. And then he's literally just going to have to make a choice for us. And it's going to be shitty. Um, yeah, it'll feel bad. It'll feel bad. But anyway, that's so, kind of like, yeah. I don't know. The kid got hit by a car. Like, I felt like I expected more to come of that. Um, Mine was like, nothing. thank you so much for not getting me hit by a car. I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyways. Beautiful. So, uh, resuming where I was before we ran into that serendipitous bullshit, uh, you <laughs> find some car in the parking lot, and you just, that movie magic hot wire it. It's yours, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you. There's two wires right there. Two wires right there. You put them together. That's it. You hire a damn car. You drive off into the night. Okay. Also, can I say I, this was happening, and I was like, I feel really bad that I gave that security guard brain damage forever. Right. So like, but I understand. Like now, I'm going to start my morning or you know evening trek. I'm gonna walk my way to Nevada. I don't really know where I am. It's probably not that far. And then he just like steals a car, and you don't have the option to do anything about it. Yeah. And I was like, well, this kind of this doesn't feel good. Yeah. And also, as you're driving away, it like doesn't zoom in, but it shows you the sign in front of the car that definitely says cut like surgery customer parking only and it's like oh shot you couldn't have stolen a car from the general parking lot not the surgery well, patients he, what the fuck he wiggled the car doors and that was the one that was open shouldn't left her door yeah. unlocked that's what happened i guess also you know, i guess uh, we got a lot of shit to say and i'm sorry uh, i but well okay, okay. no All i'm right. not sorry because we're talking about the game yeah sorry not sorry am i right uh so <laughs> so help me understand this Okay. This is now an FBI investigation, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you consider his backpack, his sketchbook, his stuff, evidence? 
Uh, absolutely not, no. You wouldn't? No, because if you considered those evidence, then how would we be able to hang collectibles on them <laughs> from the previous <laughs> Yes, yes, of course you would consider the sketchbook that is literally, he wrote out and drew his entire journey in like 90 pages. <laughs> so, so you would keep... In the sketchbook, he talks about what happened to the... <laughs> So, you would put that in an unlocked room, right? In the hospital. In yeah, the you hospital. would not take it to any sort of an actual police headquarters or federal bureau. No. For two just months. Leave it in, you would just, just leave it in there next for two to months. the mop. Yeah, you put that shit right next to a mop. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a ton of sense, guys. That actually really upset me. I'm like, why? Okay, I will say, we drive off into the night, and then I think this episode starts to get good. Yeah, that's I fair. will say this whole 30 minutes at the beginning, just not, none of it worked it for me It felt like all. they really wanted us to get to Nevada, and we're just like, how do we get them there the fastest way possible? I know, we steal a car, give a cop brain damage, or a guard brain damage, <laughs> and uh, maybe kill a male nurse i don't know (laughs) let's introduce a special agent who is voice acted not incredibly well and then let's just have them disappear but just to let you know the stakes are kind of high yeah but not really that high because you get no more indication of any sort of authority for the rest of the game yeah so you begin driving off into the night and uh it's kind of this nice like He's just driving with an uh, with his eye patch on, not like an eye bandage on. And the entire time, yeah. I'm like, he's gonna crash this car eventually, right? Yo, he <laughs> keeps like looking really tired, like yawning, and his head like nods down. And I'm like, yeah, he's gonna crash this car any second now. Yeah. I was like bracing for him to go off the edge. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't. Uh, so he decides, hey, I'm gonna park uh, next to the highway, and I'm just so tired. So he. You know, kind of like clears his head, has a smoke outside, um, stares at the beautiful Nevada night desert sky and sits in his car, kind of like looks over the previous person's stuff and is like, oh, man, this guy, this this person had a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. uh, and looks that you're almost out of gas. Uh, so you kind of like drift off into sleep and you have yeah. you have a dream you're you got your eye back woohoo yay and you're you're younger too you're younger you're driving with your dad um and don't remember his name Esteban ah thank you uh you're driving with Esteban as or Sean knows his dad uh, and you're like on this it's either a memory or kind of like a like like kind of like a built memory i'm not too sure i think it's kind of a built memory in his head like he's kind of like making the situation up uh yeah it it seemed like that but i don't know it it seems like maybe it was a real memory that then starts to get very dreamlike towards the end see the only reason i don't believe that it is is because daniel isn't there and like they reference him and are like oh he's being babysat right now and they call him it just feels like it's kind of like fabricated because why wouldn't yeah. he come along like it just doesn't make a lot of sense anyways just wanted some time with the firstborn you know yeah so um they're going on this trip and sean's driving and they're talking about like driving and then he asks him about you know girls and you can talk to him and then um i can't remember the exact context about how it's brought up but essentially like it it kind of 
begins to be more like uh, clear that this is a grieving dream in a way for yeah, him. Yeah, they, they start just sort of like, it gets kind of emotional with his dad telling him how he's like proud of him and how he loves him. And then, yeah. you know, it, it kind of turns very quickly in Sean being like, yeah, I love you too. I wish I would have told you that more when you were still here. Yeah, and he says like, you know, the kind of um, touching, typical, I don't mean to say typical in like a way that's like supposed to be like, oh, <sighs> but like it was just kind of like very normal like i love you stuff where it's like you don't have to tell me it's you know your actions that uh Mm -hmm. speak to it and it got me it got me yeah as always any scene with esteban or any life is strange scene about a deceased father works (laughs) extremely well for me yeah Uh, i don't know if that has to do with anything i don't think so probably not probably not (laughs) i think it's quinkadink um so you you have anything to say about that scene other than it was like touching uh, yeah, I mean, just, and nice. Yeah, like you said, it, it it worked surprisingly well for me. And that's kind of like when I was back in it, when I was like, okay, I think this is like, this episode might have legs. This worked for me quite a bit. I have a question. So, I mean, peop- the people love Life is Strange 1, right? And I mean, not... The s- people love Life is Strange Not one, specifically yes. before the storm, but kind of before the storm. Uh, so uh, I don't see as much love for that, but I liked it quite a bit. So. Comparatively to the dad dreams and before the storm, because there were a lot of them, like they were different were more, yeah. thematically. But like, can you kind of like draw any like critical comparisons to them in your head? It's more of just me being curious if you can or like thinking about both of them and how you felt about them. Because I felt like, excuse me, the um, the before the storm ones were just more like, like. They were just their intent was to be kind of like creepy and not as touching. And sometimes they worked in that way, but most of the time I felt like I left like being like that was bad funny. Like they they definitely tried because they did some stuff with a lot of like I want to say crow imagery. Yeah. Some sort of bird imagery with with the dead. Yeah, and like they they tried that and I think it like it worked for me in the sense that it was like it's kind of a fun, campy thing that like you shouldn't really take too seriously. I think before the storm, for the most part, took its punches um, in like the real world. You know, the the scene where Chloe's in the junkyard in episode one and turns and sees the like the truck that her dad crashed in. Like that sort of scene is where they were like, okay, let's like hit with the emotional punch. Um, the dream sequences in and that really did seem like they were going for more of like a weird supernatural like where's the line in reality sort of thing which that game did a lot of because it didn't want to play entirely in the supernatural it just wanted to kind of like allude to it um and i don't think it tended to work too again it worked in the way that it was fun it did not work in the way that it felt particularly impactful um we've had a couple of dream sequences even in this episode it actually opens on like a very brief yeah we kind of forgot dream sequence that there's not much to say there daniel jumps off a cliff or something yes daniel does the exact (laughs) thing that you would expect when he stands up next to a cliff and you know he's not there and i was like okay i don't really care um but this one (laughs) this one definitely plays with more like direct metaphor in conversation and less like supernatural elements and i think it tends to be to the benefit of the game because like sean is kind of this stable natural force in the supernatural story um I don't know. I, I don't really remember too many of them previous to this one, but That's I think it, it tends to work better in this than before the storm. I think. Yeah, I think it's kind of per character thing too. Now that I, that we talked about it, uh, mm-hmm. do you want to take us into the next scene, or do you want me to do it? 
Yeah, I can do that. So you are in this, you know, this dream sequence with your your dad, and kind of abruptly you are woken up, um, still middle of the night, still in your car, and you're woken up by two. Um, that word is desert hmm. billies. That word, the word you've written is desert billies, <laughs> and I didn't want to say it because I was like, maybe there's a better word. Yeah, but no, probably. they're like they're like hillbilly ass rednecks, and they start like banging on the window of your car, yelling about how you're on their property and what the fuck are you doing? Um, you're in a stolen car. Basically, they're just like two. There is one very aggressive racist fuck, and one racist fuck who's like kind of scared and doesn't really want to get into a confrontation. Um, yeah, but they like wake you up and essentially force you to get out of the car, or they'll call the cops. And then this this scene can kind of diverge a couple of different ways, and I think you and I probably played it out a little differently. But basically, the the progenitor of the racist shit, the guy who's like. The lead desert Billy um, yeah. is... We'll call him... Fucko 1. Fucko um, 1, yeah. Fucko 2 is the <laughs> slightly less worse one. Yes. He starts basically just accusing you of having stolen the car, which is true. He starts accusing you of, like, doing a bunch of bad shit, um, saying that you were crossing the border, saying that you're, you know, just a horrible criminal, essentially, because you're not white. Um, and then he starts asking you to, like say things in Spanish, like, how do you say I'm a thief? How do you say I'm a dirty thief? How do you say, like, this is not my property in Spanish? And then you have, at each of those instances, the option to either, like, get aggressive with him or just comply. Um, And then his friend, like, as he is escalating it, his friend is kind of saying, like, hey, like, he got the point. Let's just get out of here. Like, it's going to rain. Let's go. Let's get out of here. And eventually, you know, kind of however it pans out, you get back in your car and drive away. Um, and are just horribly shook up by it. But I want to know how it panned out for you. Yeah, because the one, like, final one that actually seems to, like, somewhat matter, maybe, is um, his final request. He said, you can go if you sing me a song in Spanish, and it's your audition. So if we like your audition, we'll let you go, but you better sing. Um, So that doesn't happen oh. 100% of the time because that didn't happen for me. I knew that was an option, okay. but I did not make the choices that led to that. So I, um, I, in most cases, could not figure out what to do. So it has a timer on it, and if you don't do it, Sean just doesn't say anything and gets harassed more. Yes. Um, it's an invisible timer. Yeah. That was a very uh, startling moment when my dude just gets pushed up against a car because I didn't click a button that I didn't know I was being timed on. I like that. I actually like that more I, yeah. uh, just because it adds more like realism to that kind of interaction. I think in the mm-hmm. more dramatic scenes when you're talking with someone, you're more aware of like, how much time you have to respond because you can read people's faces. But these dudes were so like chaotic and sporadic that it makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah. And I eventually I just started saying all the like no things. Um, and then they asked me that. And then I refused to do it. And Sean gets the shit kicked out Ooh. of him. He, uh, he gets beat up very, very hard, like to the ground. And they start kicking his stomach. And uh, then the the smaller guy uh fucko 2 um he grabs his backpack throws it in the car and he puts his head in the window pats his chest and is like okay man you forget about all this and then he flies away and not in like a you forget about all this he's like okay man you forget about all this okay like it's gonna be okay like 
No, it's not. Yeah, he, he definitely seemed like the guy that was like, hey, I, like, don't, like, he definitely still seemed like a racist, but he seemed like the kind of dude that was also just very timid and was like, I don't know, I just don't want to fuck with people, and I don't want people to fuck with me. Yeah. Um, whereas his friend was like, hey, if you're not white, I'm going to beat you up. Um, yeah. And fuck that guy. So you just kind of didn't, like, respond most of the time or responded aggressively? Yeah. Gotcha. So I did the other thing, which was to just literally after you get pulled out of the car uh, and the guy starts yelling at you, like, I looked at the two of them. I looked at the fact that they were both bigger than me, and I had just gotten, like, four hours of sleep after escaping a hospital and was missing an eye and was like, yo, they will kick the actual shit out of me. Um, And so just any time they asked me to do or say anything, I just did it. And to the game's credit, the voice acting by Sean is really good and very uncomfortable because the entire time he's complying with things like that, he's very, like, his voice is very shaky, like it's paining him to do this, but, like, he had the same mentality I did, which was, I don't want to get fucking killed on my way to go get Daniel because two racist fucks are there. Um, And, like, he gets more and more emotional, and it takes him longer and longer to comply, but he still does, like, he still says everything that they request for him to say, and then eventually they just sort of, like, you know, they steal his toy, um, it's Daniel's, and then they, like, throw it back to him and give him his stuff, and he leaves without getting, like, physically assaulted in any way. Mm. Um, But, like, it was a very, very jarring scene still, just with how mentally traumatizing and how, like, even as a player, I felt, like, I'd been playing this game mostly with a Sean that would kind of, like, tell you to fuck off and go his own way, and even... As that version of Sean I was playing, I felt kind of powerless, like I had to just do what I wanted because I was so out of my element. And I think that was that that is an incredible feat by the game to to convey that so well, I think. Yeah, um, I I want to say it kind of it's interesting because I kind of felt the opposite arc where like I think my my Sean is a lot more passive for the last like three episodes. And this is just kind of like. After all the shit he's gone through and everything like that, it kind of is like a rising action of like, I'm not going to take this anymore kind of thing. But also, like, yeah. I totally get your logic. And I also kind of metagamed where I'm like, well, they're not going to kill him. So <laughs> I, I did. I had that thought, but it was overcome by the yeah. like, I don't want to see him get made up. And I will say, yeah. like, they also kind of like later on still and this is kind of a production value thing again like some of the scenes have him walking like holding his stomach as if he got beaten up and i was like oh this scene probably could have gone very bad the other way and they just don't like yeah yeah so which i kind of again moving on for time's sake uh yeah we oh god yeah oh god yeah uh so (laughs) i will say although the voice acting uh when he is driving away and he just screams fuck and like slams oh. the wheel. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that that yeah, hurts, and I have no idea what that's like. And like, you portrayed it very well, so good job, mm-hmm. voice actor. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. I'll look it up while you keep going. Okay, so we're gonna. I'm gonna kind of speed this up till we get to the the church scene here. So we we drive until we're at a gas, and then we start walking. You do see a billboard that says like casino and spaghetti, which is just funny. It's just who doesn't love spaghetti? It's honestly truth. Uh, so and then it, uh, Gonzalo Martin, Gonzalo Martin, good job. Is the voice actor Gonzalo for Sean Martin. Diaz. Thank you. Um, you so you start walking and then this log trucker pulls up and he's like, "Hey, it's a hot one. Like 
you sure you don't want to ride? And uh, you can take the ride or don't. What did you do? I was like, yo, I will die out here again. So I took the ride. Uh, yeah, I don't trust anyone. No, thank you. <laughs> I will walk. Uh, I I think that's exactly what the game... I kind of fell for the game's like ploy of being like, don't fucking trust anyone. Like, everyone's a yeah, terrible mean, racist person and, like, everything's I, awful. And I should... After that he drove away, I'm like, ah, fuck. I should have taken the ride. Like... I don't... I want to say that... I, I want to be careful to not say the game's ploy because I don't think it's really trying to trick no. you as much as it is trying to, like... I think you fell into the mindset of the character. Exactly. That's... That is, is yeah, really I, don't, I don't mean to say that the game wants to send that message. I'm just saying that... Yeah, Sean. Sean's kind of character thought. Okay, yeah. Yes. Good job. Um, uh, so yeah. Also, I really I like to think that since it's a log trucker, maybe there's a chance that like the game is reading the save files from Life is Strange one, <laughs> and that that guy's a total asshole. If you didn't in episode two of that game get the train to the log factory <laughs> to make sure that it's like, all connected, that, that choice has to mean something. <laughs> <laughs> it's all connected. Um. So. Uh, we're about to get into some shit. So we yes. we finally get to Haven's Point, where uh, Jacob said, hey, this is where I have your little brother. So, well, pretty much. So you get to the yeah. church, and hey, it's Easter. Um, and Whoa. at the front of the town... Lord's Risen. Lord's Risen. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> there's uh, the front of this town, like, the very front of it is just a gated church. Uh, so you walk into the church because, you know, a civilization is here. Um, and, excuse me, at the front, there is a coughing girl and an adult who is like, okay, let all the coughing out. It's going to be okay. And then sends her back inside to greet you and is kind of like a little spacey, as Sean says, but also like really nice where he's like, hey, like, are you okay? Um, uh, well, you're welcome inside. I'm sure you've heard about our miracles. Come on in if, you know, the service is going on so uh you can go in and uh you can walk you walk upstairs into the pews uh not pews it's just kind of like an upstairs yeah like a balcony, balcony uh where no one else is and um you meet the reverend mother lisbeth um who is giving a sermon uh, uh and basically is like hey i'm sure you're all here for the miracle and who else comes out but that little shit Daniel <laughs> with his fucking bull cut haircut. He's Oh, he's got the worst haircut. The oh my god. If you if you've never if you haven't played this and you've just been listening, uh just just Google Daniel Life is Strange episode four. I'm sure you'll find it. He's got the fucking worst bull cut. It's so bad. Uh but it's that's what miserable. we're not here for. He performs one of his miracles by lifting the cross from the wall and floating it towards the crowd as the crowd cheers and screams and is excited. Uh, Daniel looks less than amused and yeah, he's just sort of there to do his job. Yep. He looks like he's got a nine to five now and it's performing miracles. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, Sean, as you might assume, is even more unamused with this. Uh, the <laughs> facial expressions of him watching it were really confusing for me. I don't know why. Like, I don't know if it was something with the face rig maybe wasn't working for me. That he just had a really neutral face on where he didn't look excited uh, to see I, Daniel. He's just kind of like, hmm. 
they it was not a very expressive scene i'll I'll just say yeah that. yeah um so we go downstairs and we uh meet with daniel and uh i think who else is there um the little girl that you met up front is there i just yep, think it's a little girl I, who is revealed to be jacob's younger sister. right yeah i think that's it i think those are the only four people yep. um and you begin talking and daniel's super stoked to see sean he runs up gives him a hug and uh the reverend mother is like oh boy under her breath like ah shit i gotta deal with this oh no, no uh and it's pretty quickly revealed that she's um how do we say this sensitively Mm, let's go with an absolutely awful, horrible person who's the cult leader. I think we can just call her a cult a leader and everyone knows exactly what we uh, mean. A fanatic, we could say. A manipulative cult leader who's completely devoted to her own well, don't batch spoil. cause. <laughs> so she's pretty nuts. Uh, she begins kind yes. of like... Um, saying that, hey, I've taken in Daniel, he's performed miracles for me, and Sean's like, hey, like, let's get out of here, Daniel. And Daniel is kind of hesitant about it, and then the Reverend Mother and Sean kind of like, are like, alright, we need to talk alone, and Daniel and um, Sarah go along by themselves, and she grabs him, and like, while they're having a discussion about how, like, he needs to reprimand for his sins of what he's done because Daniel's mm-hmm. told uh, her what he's done. And he pushes her away like, like, no, don't touch me. And she kind of like purposely falls. At least that's what I got out of the scene. And um, oh, yeah. makes her nose bleed and is like, you spilt blood in the church. And then Daniel comes back and is like, what happened? And uh, <laughs> I was gone for five minutes. <laughs> can't we get along? Um, and uh, the Reverend Mother is like, he's a heretic and he's terrible for you. And look what he's done to me. He spilt blood. And, um, and <laughs> Daniel's just kind of like, yeah. You are no good and kicks Sean, like has Sean be escorted out um, by this guy who's like, I'll just call him church muscle. He's just kind of a dude that's in the church. Um, The same guy who greeted you, who kind of pushes you out and is like, all right, don't make me do this. And, uh, you know, pushes you out. And then once you're on the other side of the gate, you're pounding on the gate and you're like, come on, man, let me in. And he pulls out a fucking gun. And he just points yeah. it at you. He's like, "If you see, if I see you on my land one more time, I swear to God, I'll pull the trigger." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, that's chill." Yeah, he's a so, he's he's a trip. He's a trip. In his let's own. talk about all of this shit. I want to talk mostly. Yes. Let's about talk Daniel. about well. Let's talk about the very last thing that happens because that's a good like yes, break. Yes, yes. Because you're introduced as you're standing there at the gate, and the dude's basically like, "If you come back in, I'm gonna fucking kill you." Um, you are. Basically, somebody behind you asks if you're okay and says that you need to work together, and you turn around, and it's um, revealed that the other person who is here is Karen, your mother, um, and that she got a letter from from Jacob, and that's why she's here. And so she essentially takes you back to a hotel um, for you two to kind of, like, figure out your next step and try and bond and everything. And that's kind of, like, this whole intro scene. And there's, there's, there's some stuff to unpack in this bad boy. Okay, I want to mostly talk about Daniel. Is he? Does it make sense for him? 
Because my whole thing is, like, is two months... So he's been gone for two months. We can assume, like, you know, yeah. maybe a week to get there or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, a month and three weeks. Do you think you could be fully manipulated away from trusting your brother? So I think you... I don't think he's fully manipulated. I want to be... Mm-hmm. That that's kind of where I'm at is I don't think he is completely like, hey, my brother is totally wrong. You're completely right. As much as it is like, hey, uh, Windows, no, I would like to restart later. Thank you very much. Uh, as much as he is like, um, essentially, hey, this is kind of like I found a sense of home. This is maybe like where I belong. Why don't you want to join me here? Because, you know, admittedly, Sean shows up and is like, hey, let's leave. And he is like, well, I found this place. And then Sean's like, no, we got to get the fuck out of here. And then he gets into an argument with the um, the pastor, uh, and I I think that there's maybe like a way that scene would have played out more diplomatically, and perhaps Daniel would have been more into that. But the other thing is like ah, he's also like it makes sense in the fact that like he's getting letters and praise from everyone for being able to perform miracles because like he can do actual telekinesis <laughs> and. You gotta assume that does something to your brain in the way that everyone then thinks you are literally the second coming of Christ or something along those lines. Right, right. Yeah, I... So, it might be easier. Like, I, I do agree it was, like, a little bit jarring, um, but two months is a long time if you're a young kid who has magic yeah, powers. two-thirds of summer, now that I think about that. I would have believed anything <laughs> by the end of one summer if somebody told it to me enough. Um... Not gonna, not gonna talk about that one too much because <laughs> that exists. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um. All right. So, so I, I don't. I have a really hard time believing it. Much more later than here, but hearing kind of your mm. reasoning of like, it's not really much that he like doesn't. You know, he, he's not into his brother. It's more like I found this place and I want to share this with you because I've found home and I want you to be home here as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's a stronger argument um, in that case. Yeah, and that that was more my read. I will say later it does get a little more um, sketch, yeah. for lack of a better word. But yeah, um, also this place has some bad vibes. So I'm curious because I didn't watch the trailer for this episode because it launched nothing close enough before the game. <laughs> nothing. No. Nothing, no. Okay. Nothing? All right. This is what pisses me off, guys. The trailer was like some gruff guy being like we all know i don't like no cop killer and that's like that was the teaser trailer from the last one do you remember that okay yeah that has nothing to do with this episode (laughs) nothing like it doesn't even sound like the two racist guys and they don't even talk they don't even know him like i i don't know what they had planned does somebody say that no one says that I wonder if maybe there's like a dialogue option where the church muscle guy says it because maybe he knows about. I don't I, know. I, but it it it's him walking on the desert road, so it makes me feel yeah. like some like cool outlaw cowboy is after him. Like it was super dope. <laughs> uh, but I just I don't remember a ton about the trailer, but it did not show Daniel like performing miracles, if I remember correctly. Okay, but like the, the, the trailer that they released a couple of days ago didn't show. I don't anything because that that was kind of what i was at because i i was very shocked this was where it decided to go because i didn't 
I mean, admittedly, I probably should have maybe figured it out. The I name didn't. Of the episode with Faith, but no, whatever. I didn't either. Um, it was kind of, it was, it really surprised me. I, but I had like a, it was a good surprise. Like, I'm like, oh shit. Ah, oh, that's fun. Like, this is going to be fucking fun. Like, it's going to be fun and not fun all at the same time. <laughs> it's going to be fun, but the type of fun you wish you didn't have to have. Right. Um, yeah. And I, you, you get some bad vibes from this place pretty quickly, I think. Uh, admittedly, it, the, the second it all kind of clicked was pretty early um, when I was like, this isn't going to be good when the guy is taking the girl outside and they make a big note of the fact that she's coughing a bunch and then he's telling her to get all the coughs out. And I was like, that's not how coughs are work. They not, are they not giving people medicine? <laughs> is that what this is? This one of those places where they won't do medicine? Yeah. Um, and that that kind of got me figuring that maybe something was on. But the thing that bothered me the most about this is that scene in the balcony when Sean is watching Daniel perform this miracle in front of pews full of people, and the only comment we get from Sean is, ah, so much for keeping a low profile. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, you spent three episodes hammering it into him that if anyone finds out about this, you're all fucked. And the one time somebody does find out about it, you're literally all fucked again. Like, yeah. I would. I expected a much more dire reaction like, no, from no, him. No, 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 no. Like... Oh my god, yeah, no. Something, but instead it was like very low key. And that that kinda was like, okay, well yeah. also what what the fuck are we even doing here, don't I not? really thought Sean got the short end of the stick with the bad haircut game, but you know, like we talked about it, Daniel didn't get more. Also, I I wanna understand the logic of this, right? So this has been going on for month plus, right? You would think. It would mm-hmm. take a little bit to get him established, to get him trained. How has this not blown up? There was a sign outside that said no video recording. But, like, how has this not gone anywhere? You know what I mean? How has this stayed insular? They're saying there's so many people from all these other towns who have come in to see his miracles and stuff like that. I just, I don't believe that they've kept this in the town. I am honestly curious because I wonder... How much, like, assuming there's no video evidence of it, how much word of this would spread? And how little and people would believe people it. people would, like, they, yeah, they would just brush it off because the only way it would spread is from the type of person yeah. who would drive really far to go to an <laughs> obvious cult. See, and, like, I'm not going to believe that person when they tell me there was a nine-year-old that made a cross fly <laughs> because it's like, yo, okay. But, like, they, I also see on TV the people that are in wheelchairs and someone smacks them in the head while yelling Jesus and they walk in. I don't buy that bullshit either. So, like, yeah. your you distant know, Facebook I, I, grand- or uncle is, is posting about yeah. it and you're like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I guess that makes yeah. sense, but I I don't know. I I a part of me, I have a easy time believing both, so I ping pong between the two pretty easily. Yeah, I I get that. I I felt a little bit of the same way. I think I landed there, but I'm not sure if I landed there because I wanted to give the game credit or because I actually believe that. Yeah. But I am curious. There's also there's a very good scene here where um Lizbeth is giving her like you all came to see this, and yada yada, and the Lord this, and the Lord that, and then she says, and can I get a hallelujah? And, like, everyone yells, but I think, like, there's 40 people that yell, and one person says hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I laughed at that quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, okay. Uh, all right, we yeah, should let's, move on. Let's we should please. move on. We're, like, an hour into the Please, recording. please, please. You want to you wanna do it, or you want me to do it? Yeah, I can move okay. on. So, this next part is um, uh, 
you go back to the hotel with Karen, um, and you kind of, you know, take a shower and are getting yourself kind of re-centered, uh, and you go back into the hotel room after you've taken the shower, and Karen's not there. She left a note basically saying she's going out to get a few things. So you kind of get to walk around this tiny little uh, motel, I shouldn't say hotel, motel room and look at, like, relics that your mother has carried with her and different things, you know, receipts from her trip around here, different, you know, emails and letters that she has, things like that. And I think this does a pretty good job of kind of introducing the character and giving you a little bit of backstory before you start speaking with her because I think it's important to, like, you know, you have a little bit of knowledge about this person because otherwise we'd just get, like, a super long lore dump. Um, And I think this does a pretty good job of kind of setting that tone. And in this time, you also find Jacob's phone number and give him a call, and he's basically, you know, picks up the phone and tells you, I can't talk, you gotta meet me here, and he gives you some, like, he gives you some crazy-ass place to meet you, and it just assumes you'll remember it, which is, like, my least favorite fucking thing in media yeah. when someone's like, uh, meet me, uh, drive up 45 and then turn left at the the dinosaur head and then hide behind the bush for two minutes <laughs> and then go 45 miles down and then take a right and meet me there at exactly 4 p.m. Hey, how about a Wendy's? And then basically hangs up. Yeah, <laughs> like, if somebody gives me their phone number on the phone and I don't write it down, I will forget it in 14 yeah. seconds after I hang up You'd the phone. You'd be a terrible movie but, dater. I would be a terrible movie dater. Um, so, anyway, that whole thing happens. You kind of set up where you're going. And then as, you know, you hang up the phone, your mom comes back and she's got, you know, burgers and medical supplies. And you do kind of get a chance to bond with your mom. And this is one of the scenes where you kind of, there's a lot of choices to be made here. But they're not, like, explicitly labeled as big choices. But I do feel like these are actually kind of very big character choices. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a lot about your mom kind of saying, hey, we got to talk about what happened. We got to talk about, like, we have to get our relationship right and we have to focus on getting Daniel back. And then she wants to engage in that conversation with you. And you, as a, as a the player, get to decide whether Sean is even open to the idea of that conversation or whether or not he completely doesn't want to hear anything from Karen. He just wants her to help, and then he doesn't want to talk to her about it. Um, and I'm curious kind of how, how you chose to approach this, because I think this is... They do a really good job of setting up even the dialogue options that you're given. They set up, like, two different tones that are both very believable for the character to take in this instance. For sure. I um I wanted to be clear that Alex talks about... Uh, Alex talked about wanting to what was the word blank the relationship i'm sorry kind of i forgot the word uh the just wanting to like kind of address and and maybe not fix but yeah. kind of that was the get into that, that was the big discerning thing for me is like she doesn't want to fix it it feels like it more feels like she wants to identify it because she's like pretty clear that like this is not something that is fixable and that's kind of like some of the discussions mm. they have um, I, my Sean handled this in kind of like, I, I, I kind of went back and forth a lot, but I think by the end I was much more open. And so sometimes I, I, I feel kind of mixed on this one because they make Karen's backstory and her current like actions so well balanced that it makes sense to go either way. Like with some of our choices that we've made, like, do we hit the nurse that was our friend throughout a month and a half? <laughs> like, no, obviously not. 
No, we do not. This, Thank this you. one's a little bit more tough. I feel like it was it was harder to decide yeah, whether totally. Sean would be realistic and you know kind of hold uh, to at least my idea to be realistic and kind of hold back some things, but open up eventually. But why I chose what I chose partially was because I wanted to know what was going on with her. And, like, I think mm-hmm. that curiosity carries throughout the character of, like, yeah, I don't, like, I don't agree with you, but also I need to know more about it. And I think by the end, the game took my curiosity as acceptance of the situation in a way, like, of being like, oh, like, mm. I, I'm I'm now more okay with you, Karen. But I think my my, like, wanting to pry for more information was less, like, hey, let's talk it out and I can, you know, maybe we can, you know, fix this even a little bit, but more so I just wanted to know more info. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's with the fair, choice, but with the I choices, do, that is. Yeah, I, I do. I do think the game does a pretty good job, even if you do go that route, because I went more or less the same route and then like I was a little standoffish, but I did still engage in the conversation at least. Um, just again, maybe just because I thought that was more narratively interesting. Yeah. Um, but I think the game still does a pretty good job of making it clear that Sean is still not comfortable and he still has barriers sure. and he still doesn't want to necessarily have a relationship with this person, but he is willing to like engage. So uh, it does, there's like a little bit of a tacit acceptance, but I don't think it's acceptance of her as a mother figure as much as it is acceptance of like, hey, like. Let's just get through this. I'm not going to, like, hate you. I'm not going to actively be aggressive right. towards you, given everything we've talked about. But, like, it, I never got the indication that he was like, hey, we'll be cool after this, which I think There's is good. There's some beautiful moments in the scene. I, I kind of oh, yeah. talked about the choice, and I think that's just, like, a problem with choice games in general. But I think that mm-hmm. this scene was – this scenes – these scenes were probably – my favorite in the episode of like finally figuring out what's going on with Karen. And I saw some people on the, on the subreddit, which I I do have a question later, uh, but we can talk about it now if you'd like, uh, is like, we don't really get the full reason why she left. It's very like left kind of ambiguous where it's like, I, I just wasn't meant to be a mother or, Mm -hmm. uh, or a wife. And like, I just needed to go. And I, I, you know, I cut off connection with everyone because it'd be better for them if I just wasn't there. Um, And she never really says, like, where she's going because she said that she's kind of, like, sort of found a calling. And if we figure out next episode, I'll be kind of like, eh. But I really like that they kept this hidden. And some people on the subreddit were like, well, what? Like, I want to know. And they're saying that it kind of feels like a cop out to, like, not really tell us you know, why she left in a way that was more concrete. So I hate that idea. Yeah, me too. Um, I hate, I hate people being like, well, no, cause I, and I think maybe that part of the reason, and this very well could be the opposite. It could be me giving the game too much credit, but I think if you look at that and go, well, I didn't really get a good reason why she left and I'm angry. Why wouldn't they give that to me? That is failing to give a nuanced read of the character. Yeah. Because I at no point did I get the impression that Karen had a good idea why exactly. she left, other than that she didn't feel like this was her or right for her. 
Um, and I have written down, actually, I took, you know, very sparse notes for this episode, but one of the very few notes that I did take was Karen is a completely unredeemable character and very, very good. I think she is incredibly interesting and incredibly well-written. And I think the fact that she abandons her family and abandons her young children and cuts all ties, like, I I think that is an unredeemable thing to do, but I think she is an incredibly interesting character, and they give you more than enough to make your mind up about that character. They give you everything you need. Um, and yeah, I guess to cover that, she like the thing she basically does say is like, oh, I, I was never meant to be a mother or a wife. This wasn't my life, and, you know, that she just left, and like Duncan said, cut ties with everyone and kind of refused all contact. Again, I... Just personally, I don't think that is okay in any way, shape, or form. I think that does far more lasting damage than maybe she is giving credit for. Um, but I think that they give you more than enough of a read of that character to, to understand what happened. Even if you don't know the specifics of when she left and what she was doing after. Like, you don't need that information. Exactly. It's, it's yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Um... You, you're ready to move on just for, again, times? Yeah, I mean, so the only other thing I want to mention about this is after, again, during this conversation, eventually it, it moves outside um, just due to, like, some kind of tensions flaring. Um, and then you kind of sit down next to her and she starts smoking. And then you she says something about just being able to, like, sit in silence and let the universe do its oh, yeah, thing. She, she says a lot of, like, pretty hippie And she's shit, wearing, but, like, you know, an kind amethyst of, whatever. crystal. Like... Yeah, she's definitely into some she seems like the type of person who just like one left turn away from being in the church that she's trying to steal daniel yeah. from but <laughs> whatever uh but that is one of those pretty classic life is strange moments where it just starts you know acoustic music rises up and you get a bunch of different shots um and then you can choose when to end that scene and the some of the early shots that they cycle through are absolutely fucking yeah. gorgeous um, the cinematography on those are amazing. Like there was the first one it opens on, which is like a side shot of the motel with the sign, you know, kind of in focus and everything else a little bit behind it. Um, just the the color palette and the, the focus and the, the framing of it. I was like, damn, I could literally have a picture of that hanging somewhere in my house. I think that is such a gorgeous yeah. shot. It's, um, and then they very quickly get a lot worse. But that <laughs> one is gorgeous. <laughs> There's one of the pool that I think was really good, too. The pool one is yeah. also good. Yeah. Um, um, but yes, we should move on now. I We needed to spend time on yes. that, though, because I think, like you said, this was probably the high point of the whole episode. For sure. Um, which I was Exactly. Like, and episode three, I was like, I want to meet Karen. I think that'll make the episode worse. Yeah, there but, you go. I mean, like, it's surprising because, like, by the end of it, I'm like, was that it? Did I just, did I have the favorite moment? Because <laughs> I thought it was going to be one of the later ones. All right. Uh, so... Pa, 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 pa. So the the plan is in the place. We got to meet Jacob at between the billboard signs or whatever. So we meet him, yeah. And uh, Jacob's kind of uh, he needs to explain himself for you know why he brought Daniel here, and pretty much it was the only place he knew that would take them in because uh, it doesn't really mm. sound like he has an established home. In a way, I'm not. He he pretty much just said he was looking really bad. I didn't know what to do, so I I brought him here because I knew they would take him in. That he had a gunshot yeah, it, in the leg, which, with their history in medicine, kind of confused me. I'm like, well, <laughs> did they actually do anything about that, or what did they do about the gunshot? Yeah. 
And and to be fair, Jacob also alludes to the fact that like he thought maybe he had found his faith again after seeing Daniel. Yeah, that's important. Be magic. That's important. So, um, so I think it makes sense that he would have brought him back here. I totally buy him bringing for him sure, here. for sure. And uh, Sean doesn't as much. Sean is kind of a little pissed about it, but you can kind of drive him one of two ways. I was a lot more sympathetic with him because it makes more sense to me. Um, but yep. it makes sense Same. for him not to be as upset. Uh, or be more upset about it. So uh, Jacob has this plan where he wants something, Sean wants something, so they're going to work together. So as we mentioned earlier, Sarah, the sick girl, um, uh, there's definitely something more wrong with her than just, you know, like a cold. Uh, so Jacob's yeah. like, I know they're holding stuff back, and they have, she, uh, the uh, reverend keeps all of the medical records in one place. So I want those medical records so I can see what she has and take her to a hospital um, with those. Mm -hmm. And you, and he also says, you know, along the way we can also pick up Sean or I mean, Daniel, you know, just as a side, a side, (laughs) we can, we can pick him up too, but I'm not here for that. I don't care about that. Um, You can offer. Oh wait, no, that's later. Anyways. So, uh, Kind of agreed on that plan. Karen stays as a lookout with her walkie-talkie and maybe binoculars. and Big-ass binoculars. Yeah, yeah. And um, they help you guide through the church where Jacob will be the talking guy. Karen will be the lookout. And Sean will do everything else. So, yep. Oh, you guys, I love this shit. I love this shit. Because you get to the church and she's like, there are people there. Watch out. Don't get seen. And there's like a father and a daughter on the left and a girl smoking on the right. And it's like, okay, we're in a stealth game now. And he's just like, yeah, if you don't walk, like you can walk in front of them, but you can't walk in front of them close enough, you see, because then they'll see you. But as long as you're like, you know. <laughs> 40 feet away you're invisible. yeah exactly okay why are we even for doing some this? reason i don't know what was going on with the game but like i didn't even walk towards the woman jacob just beeline right towards that lady and it was just like <laughs> hey uh what what are we what are we doing and i'm like what the fuck man and then i just started i just abandoned him and i just started walking down the hill without jacob and jacob's like what are you doing man we're we gotta talk to them if you're gonna walk up to them i'm like i didn't do anything at which point i that's so fucking i reloaded good. the last checkpoint and he did the exact same thing and i'm like whatever and i talked to the lady and jacob's bad at talking he's bad at lying to people because um he's like jacob you know you shouldn't be here after hours the church closes and you know and he's like oh uh he is new so uh and then you have to fill in for him and i'm like oh yeah it's my first day here and then she called me out and was like well then how come i didn't see you at the sermon and jacob's like yo uh i don't know bye (laughs) pretty much just dipped out so Love it. Love to see it. Yeah, love to see it. So you eventually break into uh, the mother's room, look through a bunch of stuff, uh, and you get to see Daniel's room there. Um, Yeah, and this is mother not being Karen, mother being Elizabeth. Reverend's mother. Uh, um, And you see his room, and he's got, like, a bunch of Jesus drawings that are really charming. Uh, and to Jesus, yeah, yeah, that's one way. Uh, and yeah. then he's written some certain verses over and over and over again. And his room looks uh kind of drab. Uh, which Jacob comments that like, hey, that's just kind of how 
the mother or her mother rolls, she does not like material possessions. And also the entire time during the way, Jacob's kind of having some flashbacks and some memories and being like, oh, oh, I remember all this now. <laughs> like, I I think it's yeah. some telling parts before later that like, I'm like, oh, no, this isn't going to be great. Um, yeah, this whole this whole environment this was a weird one because you have like they play it as if there's a big tension i don't think there's actually a timer timer. going but it feels like there is but i was like yo i just i do just want to kind of look at everything though so like i found the key that i was supposed to find in like the first four items and i was like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna keep looking for a little while because everything's kind of cool um which felt a little I don't know, like dis- disconnected from the narrative that I would just kind of keep going there. But I needed to see all the letters that people wrote Daniel with such great <laughs> quotes like, you raised the cross like he raised Jesus, <laughs> which I do not know what that means. Well, raise, rose him from the grave. Because God, God, from the God dead, did that one. But he didn't. He didn't bring the cross back from the <laughs> dead. He just sort of moved it forward, which is Alex, not what we did. Alex, 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 you forgot the cross. The cross was thrown in the compost, which burned, which turned to ash, which grew into a new tree. Come on. Come on. Ah, fuck my bad. I totally to forgot. Sunday, summer, summer Christian. Go to summer Sundays at DQ. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Please keep going. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you, you kind of continue looking through and eventually get into this back room where all of the important files are kept, because, of course, they are, um, in the locked door, which is the only locked door, um, and it is kind of important that you look at things around here because they will kind of come into play later, um, and you see a few things, one of which is like, oh, you see the Reverend Mother has just, like, a bunch of pills for things, even though she doesn't believe in medicine, so, like, "Mm, mm, what's going on here? Um, and in the back room, you do find... Um, basically you find files on everybody in the big giant file cabinet she has, uh, and you first get the file for, um, Jacob's sister, and it's revealed that she has pneumonia, um, and that she is explicitly, again, not getting treated for it, because essentially they think they can pray away the pneumonia, which is not how pneumonia works. So if your child has pneumonia, take them to a fucking doctor. Also, pneumonia is contagious, so everyone in this church is wicked lucky that they have not gotten it yeah. as well. Um, I didn't know that. That part was a little yeah. weird. Yeah, I, I literally looked it up huh. five minutes ago, and it's contagious through airborne like droplets what the and fuck? things. Um, so okay. a lot of people would probably have pneumonia. Anyway, that's fine. Uh, you also then find, I think you find a file on Daniel after that where it kind of just talks about how much she is trying to work with him and she's got like information about everything that he does and his life kind of structured out and it's a little bit i mean it's not a little bit it's incredibly weird and uncomfortable like a journal about like what she tried on him being like this week i tried to like read him this verse over and over again while he lifted the cross still no god came Mm -hmm. like (laughs) so yeah yeah She's real into something. Um, And then the last thing that you find, because you expected to find creepy stuff about Daniel, the last thing you find is Jacob's file. Um, And Jacob, you know, basically says, go ahead, read it, see what this whole place is about. Um, And essentially you read it and it it talks about how when Jacob was younger, he displayed the same interest in boys as he did in girls and then eventually displayed more interest in boys than girls. Um, And essentially that they tried to treat that. Um, Essentially, they just 
tried to do gay conversion therapy on him, um, which is not a place I expected nope, this game to not go. At this moment. But yeah, I was not prepared for this, uh, and that is, boy, howdy! It was uncomfortable to hear that shit talked about because it's just not like it's something that still happens yeah. and it's fucked up everywhere every single time it happens yeah. uh and it was it was jarring i felt listening to it i felt like sean because sean super doesn't know how to, like he doesn't say the word gay at any point yeah. in there because he's like really uncomfortable he's like so you were like you know and then you know joseph kind of joseph joseph yeah jake um no, Jacob. Joseph was a different character. Jacob just kind of has to like bail him out and say like, "Oh yeah, like this is this is what's going on. This is what they did to me," um, and kind of explaining why maybe he is disenfranchised with this whole thing a little bit and why he recognizes how fucked up it is and how badly they're probably treating people in here. Yo, couple. Um, so again, couple people on the subreddit. Sorry to break the tension here. No, go on. You were all wondering how to or crying, not crying, but complaining. That at that moment, if you chose the thin, you know, option, that, you know, you were you were gay yourself or bisexual, and that you wanted to kiss Jacob in that moment, wrong time. Wrong time. You should yeah. know a little bit more about yeah. romance. Wrong time. Wrong time. I don't care if you're interested Wh- in Jacob. Wh- wrong time. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a perfectly comfortable moment to put your hand on his shoulder and say that that sucks <laughs> and, like what they did was really fucked up and display camaraderie. If you were like, ah, they tried to make you not gay, let's prove to them that it didn't work. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, so I should stop reading the, like, mega threads before I go into these, but no. No. <laughs> no, that, bad. Don't do that. Bad. Bad subreddit. Um, yeah, so moving on. Again, interest of time. Good God, interest of time. Uh, you... As you're kind of going through all this information, you get a call from uh, your mom, Karen, basically saying, hey, somebody's like the church muscle, muscle dude is coming. Like, you got to hide or I have a distraction, mm. like a good idea for a diversion that I could do if you mm. want me to do it. Um, and I told her okay. no. Okay. So I don't know oh, what it is. Oh, this is so delicious. I'm so happy to tell oh, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me just pan sear this reveal. Uh, ooh. Ooh, nice browning on this reveal. Um, she burns down a building. You hear <laughs> screaming outside, and you're like, what? What? And then you look out the window, and there's just a different building burning. And you know what Jacob's comment on it is? He says, hmm. wow, your mom's hardcore. <laughs> what the fuck don't nod what why and from that point on i'm like okay karen moved on to be an arsonist she's an arsonist what she likes to just what? burn things for fun there are people screaming and what? crying i i swear i didn't dream this this wasn't some sort of fluke state i promise this is real why why okay <laughs> yeah it's so weird i what hold on <laughs> What? I, hold, Why? I Why? I what? <laughs> it's like a big building too. It's not small. It's big. 
Are you trying to Google it right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to Google it because I want to fucking see what's going on with this. But there's no, there's not a lot of YouTube videos that are just here's the ending. I'm not gonna keep googling yeah. it. But what? That's wild. I, that is. I was like, man, maybe she'll like throw a rock or yeah. like you know break a window or yeah. something. No, but, full on build a build burn a building. Yeah, it, your mom's okay. hardcore. Also, I gotta say, burning a building. Not something that just happens real fucking quickly. Yeah. <laughs> like, she didn't just light a match and drop it on the corner of the building and the whole thing went up in flames. She had that shit preset. Yeah, it was already burning and she's like, oh, this would be a good time to drop the fact that, you know. Uh, yeah. It was weird. Fuck. So if you don't decide to have your mom become an Not arsonist. Not become, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you just hide. You've got plenty of time, and you choose one of a couple of different hiding places, which is actually great, because you can choose to hide under the desk, which is, like, dumb, and so I didn't. I hid in the closet, and, like, there's not enough room for you and Jacob in the closet. So Jacob just kind of, like, <laughs> runs in a circle in the middle of the room, like, ah, 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 and then eventually hides in the corner where the door is going to open to cover it, and I'm like, really? Really? All that time, and you went with the corner? <laughs> which is, like... Stupid as fuck. And then you sit there and the um the uh church muscle guy whose name I don't know comes in and he's like, Oh yeah, gonna have to tell her about this. This is a weird one. And then he puts a file in a filing cabinet and then leaves and doesn't mm. notice you. And it's, you know, cool. Um that file that he puts in there you then get to look at and it's just like adoption papers. And it turns out that um Reverend Lisbeth is trying to adopt Whoa. Daniel and do it kind of under the table. Um, so it has, like, what Daniel's adopted name will be and everything, which is kind of, like, again, wild. Uh, I guess you just didn't get that bit of information. No. I think it's That's because weird. I had the option to, because there were some files on the desk, and I assumed it was just the files we pulled out, and it it said put files back in, like, cabinet. And I'm like, yeah, because it, it made it seem like we weren't there. That's why I assumed, yeah. so I just put them right back, and then I had them in the closet. Hmm. Huh, that's interesting. That's weird. That's crazy. But yeah, that is what she is trying to do. So that's that's kind of a whole thing. Um, and then moving on, Karen kind of says like, "All right, are you ready? Let's do this." Because you uh, you leave the building, he didn't see you, or he was distracted by a burning <laughs> building burning to the ground. I guess. <laughs> yeah, which was a whole can of worms to unpack. Uh, but whatever. So you, which is. This is kind of like I was walking up the side of the building, still trying to be sneaky, back to the front, and then I just see like a figure start sprinting in <laughs> yeah. from off screen down the highway, and I, I like I turned around and I booked it. I was like, "Whoa, can't let them see me! It's somebody coming in from the side." <laughs> Turns out, no, it's just Karen. She just like they had her character model literally run in from the highway, which yeah. was great. Um, so you you kind of agree. You know, Jacob leaves to go find his sister. You and Karen agree to go confront um, Reverend Elizabeth to try and get Daniel back. So they go in um, and find Daniel kind of training, essentially, and Reverend Elizabeth there. He's, like, making a bunch of candles float. And so you you walk in and immediately begin, like, hey, Daniel, come here. And Daniel, like, he's, you know, he's mildly happy to see you at first. Like, hey, Sean, what's up? You know, like, you just walked into Cheers yeah. or something. Um <laughs> Uh, and, and things get heated very quickly there, and it, it becomes pretty apparent what's happening very quickly is she, you know, this is the confrontation of the episode. This is Reverend Elizabeth trying to convince Daniel that you are, 
you know, a heretic and unclean and you haven't atoned for your sins, so you can't be a part of their family. Um, and you trying to convince Daniel that he has now been indoctrinated into a cult. Um, and along the way, you get the, um, you know, the reveal of, you know, Daniel's like, who is she? Uh, and you mention like, oh, yeah, she's our mom. She came here to help you. Uh, and which is great because Reverend Elizabeth is like, oh, uh, gr- great. You you have family, Daniel. G- go to her. It's A mother is good. And just totally taken aback, which I absolutely yeah. loved. Um, and then, you know, that, you know. Not surprisingly, that is not enough. She says a bunch of stuff um, that doesn't really, like, convince Daniel that what he's doing is being in a cult and being manipulated. Um, And then the church muscle guy comes in because things are about to get heated. And then you start to kind of get into this confrontation where, what like, the cycle is you will tell Daniel something, and you have a bunch of different options here. Um, You know, some generic options and then some options based on whether or not you found particular evidence um, to try and convince him that he's in a cult. And then... Reverend Lisbeth will say something to it, and then as things escalate, the church muscle guy starts just punching you in the face really hard, Um, and he will literally, like, he will punch you and you will fall to the ground, Um, and in a scene that, like, kind of worked for me on an emotional level that I didn't expect it to because it was, like, very cheesy, um, every time he punches you, Sean, like, gets back up and, like, says another thing to try and convince him and is, like, ratcheting up the tension and, like, yelling about how, like, no matter how many times they beat you down, he won't give up because they're family and he's his little brother and he traveled all the way here to get him and he's not leaving without him. Um, in the background of this, uh, the candles that um, Daniel had been kind of, like, floating around uh, are... Like, they fell down at one point because Daniel, like, pushes Sean back when Sean tries to charge the Reverend, uh, and the candles fell down, and the entire church is slowly going up in flames around them as this confrontation is happening, which is, like, again, kind of like a typical after, thing, but also still always after good. I, you know, after my well, first burning building, I'm like, I bet Karen was yeah. up to this nasty one. <laughs> I bet she's the, the one who did this shit. Keep going, though. <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh, uh, oh no, the candle. <laughs> the trick candle that I placed there 30 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, no, so you, you get you get like this really good kind of, like again, I say really good because it all worked for me in a way that I wasn't necessarily expecting it to. A scene where like you are yelling at Daniel like, oh, but she like, she takes medicine, but she won't let anyone else see a doctor. Like Sarah's really sick and she needs to see a doctor. And Daniel going like, is that true? And... And her saying, like, no, obviously, don't believe that. And, like, Punch. then the dude coming up and punching you in the face and you falling to the ground. And then your mom, like, not helping you up but giving you the courage to stand back up. And then you stand up and yell another thing. And it all kind of worked for me. But it also, like, it worked as intended because I picked all of the right dialogue options. I didn't. Um, I don't know how it works if It you works didn't. the same way. It just <laughs> makes me feel worse because <laughs> I didn't get all mm, of them. Good. I got some of them. <laughs> Uh, but I did not get all of them. Um, and it's just like, I say something and Daniel's like, no, no, Elizabeth is kind of just right <laughs> about this one. And then you still get hit. <laughs> just like funny talking about it now. <laughs> uh, to which point the muscle, church muscle pulls out a gun, like his pistol, and he just yep. pistol whips your forehead, which is like. The point where Daniel is like, oh, okay. 
That's a lot. Mm, That's too I think, much. I think I see what's going yeah. on here. This is actually so, bad, huh? Two things before we get to the final scene. Yeah. This is the most anime IRL shit I've ever seen. Like, it's it's <laughs> it's such an anime trope of like, I will keep getting back up no matter how hard you hit me. And it's like the protagonist is kind of this weak shit. The the antagonist is super powerful, but you know, just because the antagonist the protagonist has that strength and like it works though. Like it works, oh, yeah. and I don't expect That's to see thing. that. That's the thing. That anime shit is lame it's, as fuck. But this it's lame. But they put it in an unexpected context. Like you throw this shit in uh, My Hero Academia. I'm like, yeah, I expected this, but I don't expect it mm-hmm. out of this. I don't expect it coming from this. You know, I say real life, like real life setting in quotations <laughs> as a boy spins across. I don't know. Uh, so, but yeah. But like, so I, I think part of the other reason for why it works, though, is like uh, most of the time in that anime bullshit thing, it's like somebody like you said, it, it it's an expected thing. It's somebody who's been like their whole thing is they're going to fight and they're going to fight a really strong villain. And usually they're getting knocked down and they're getting back up because they won't lose the fight. They can't let everyone yeah. down. But this is like, you know, this is like a. 20 or like a 19 year old kid or I think he's like 17 year old kid who's getting the shit beat out of him by some fucking ex-military piece of shit with a gun who like the only reason he keeps getting back up is because his estranged mother is there to help him try to win back his brother from a cult there's like not it's not the type of thing where it's like oh yes this obviously this character yeah. would do that because this is the arc that it's leading up to because this character doesn't want to lose a fight like the stakes felt much more real because it felt like oh like this is this is not somebody being brought back up by wanting to win this is somebody being brought back up because the entire journey he went on to like try and keep his brother safe is being like held in jeopardy by this crazy cult leader and it it felt but it also works good. because, like, the entire episode, at least for me, he's been getting the absolute shit kicked out of him. Like, like, <laughs> it, 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 and it makes sense because you have to, like, mash A to get back up. But, like, it makes sense in this mm-hmm. way that it's, like, he's getting experience at, like, getting back up. And especially because I picked the more aggressive route with the, the two hillbillies. It's, like, it kind of made me feel like that experience, like kind of like taught him this fucked up lesson or like got him something in his Mm -hmm. head that like he should get back up i don't know it just worked either way and i really i really enjoyed it what i did not enjoy though is my second thing is daniel takes way too long to go back to you on your side it takes too long as you're you're getting the absolute shit pummeled out of you it just feels like he should have you know switch sides a little bit sooner i understand it's for dramatic effect Mm -hmm. and a part of me was like oh but he's like scared because he's a little boy and there's two adults hey no you have magic powers you've known you have magic powers i've seen you use them on adults before you've killed multiple people someone your friend got shot like your friend got shot in the leg and you destroyed a building like I think this would... Your dog got killed and you almost <laughs> made a jungle cat implode on itself. Yeah, like, I, I, it was just believable, unbelievable how long it took Daniel to switch over. And I just, I don't, Yeah, I won't give the game credit there, but it's still, like, totally. it's still worked for me. Yes. Um, and then the whole thing kind of, I mean, the whole thing ends more or less the same way, um, but it, the way it gets there is, is drastically different. Again, per standard life is strange type type of rules. Um, 
Daniel eventually comes back to your side um, and agrees, and Lizbeth tries to stop you from leaving, and you will leave the burning church one way or another, and you will leave it as a full family. It just changes based on how you decide you're going to leave and how well you know you did with Daniel and everything like that. Um, so how did you do? Because I looked at some friend stats accidentally, oh, and it no. looks like maybe you didn't do great oh, on no. this part. I didn't? Oh, let me... <laughs> so what happened is Daniel lifted Lisbeth and force gripped her neck. Like she looked like she was struggling. And um, I said, Hey, Daniel, da- Daniel, remember what we said? And then Daniel put him down her down. And then we all went for ice cream. <laughs> oh, okay. God. I'm glad. It had yeah. Happy no, ending. Daniel force gripped her neck. And I'm like, Hey, Daniel, no, let's not. Can we put her down and, and figure this all out. And Daniel was like, yeah, but she she used us and she's bad and we hurt things that are bad. And I'm like, ah, shit. And it gave me another choice to let <laughs> Daniel kill her or kill her on my own with the gun. Um, in which case I'm like, well, I bet it'll give me better Daniel points if I don't let him murder people. So I shot her. Jeez. So this. let's add two arsony charges to my list. A Grand Theft Auto, uh, mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm. killing a security guard, and now murder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two counts of murder. Yeah, wow, yeah, good. yeah. Another but one if you count Mel. Daniel likes it. Dan- <laughs> you know, and then I got, mm. <laughs> and then I got this little message on the top right screen that said Daniel liked that. <laughs> Daniel likes this. <laughs> it gave me a little heart and plus one, and it said Daniel. <laughs> I got one romance point wow. with Daniel. We had so many different <laughs> things happen this yeah. episode. Um, so that is not how it went for me. Um, Daniel comes back to my side because I said the correct options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so he, you know, force pushes because the dude's about to shoot you. And um, he so he like essentially force pushes that dude out of the way and kind of throws Lisbeth to the yeah. side. And, you know, you guys hug and embrace. And the three of you start to walk towards the door. And Lisbeth, like, runs in front of the door and bars it and says, like, you're not leaving as long as I'm alive. And then you're given the option to either threaten her or let Daniel take care of it. Uh, and I chose to let Daniel take care of it. So she was like, you're not leaving as long as I'm alive. And then Sean turns to Daniel and says, Daniel, take Damn. care of it. And then he force, like, throws her into the wall. And then you, like, walk out the door. And then as you're leaving, you see a scene of, like, her kind of like she comes out and like tries to follow you and eventually stops and then the church muscle comes out and then she turns around and sees the church burning and is like trying to run back into it while the church muscle guy is like restraining her and keeping her from running back into it Uh, and then you like badass walk out of the burning church into the car and it's like is very cool and also did feel like a little bit weird because like my whole thing was, can't you see she's manipulating you and using you? And then Daniel realizes it, and then she tries to block the door. And then as soon as Daniel's on my side, I turn to him and be like, Daniel, sick take care of her. <laughs> you dog. <laughs> Immediately like, ooh, am I any better? Sick of mushroom boy. You're just like your dog. <laughs> so only add uh, a charge of Grand Theft Auto. Um, and arson and murder, but only one of each to mine, where there's two of It'd each be on fun. yours. So I'm doing can much we, better. Can we figure out like the amount of like bail money these charges typically are, and see what 
Sean Diaz's jail might be if he if he does, you know. We we should do that at the end That'd of episode totally five fun. when we have a complete yeah. thing. Um, also, <laughs> you can't open the journal and it tracks how much money you have. So I like open the journal. It's like, oh, nice. <laughs> That's seventeen bucks. Welcome to Life is Strange <laughs> Two, where the money doesn't matter. Money's never <laughs> mattered. You could have bought that expensive bread at the beginning. You don't, guys. If you're going back to play, buy all the expensive food. You don't need this money. I promise you. If it's some Luigi's Mansion oh. shit at the end, and the house you get in Puerto's Lobos is determined by how much money you have left, fuck you. Do you remember how fucking hype we were on that whole thing? Like, you think they're going to they're gonna have this cool mechanic now where you have to, like, you know, weigh things left or right about whether or not you want to spend the money because they added this new wrinkle. And then they're like, ha-ha, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. Episode three, you've got a bunch of money. Ha-ha, just kidding. You lost it. Ha-ha, just kidding. In this episode, you have the option to have it back, which is a choice somewhere along the way. You can tell Jacob to keep the money to get his sister healthy, or you can just tell him that, like, that sucks. And I was like, oh, well, this isn't an actual choice. I'll just tell him that it sucks, and then I'll let him keep the money if yeah. he needs it. But like he, that doesn't come up again. I just told him he couldn't have money. I guess he. I so, told I offered him the me. money, and then afterwards, I'm like, could have gotten Medicaid. I think you guys would have qualified for <laughs> Medicaid, actually. Um, uh, but he says no, I can't do that. Like you can keep it, so you okay. keep it either way. Um, so that means I hope at least in five. That leaves you for a nice setup and an extra seventeen to buy Daniel that that. That, that used Xbox 360 game that he always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> to buy Daniel a perfectly pristine copy of Sneak King, <laughs> the Burger King video game that was released a while yeah, ago. Yeah, so we get the credits with um, oh. uh, Mom, Sean, and Daniel all in Karen's car. Uh, just kind of driving away with some music. Nice music. That's fine. And yeah, we get good. a teaser of... The border wall, yeah, and just the border they're wall. like saying about how they gotta get across the other side, or how are they gonna get across the other side? Which is like one of the least yeah. hype trailers I've ever seen. But yeah, it's not much. But, but at it's least whatever. they aren't gonna lie to me. Like I know, I know that's what they're gonna do in the next one. Like the last one, I was so f- confused coming into this. So um, we have not a lot of time left. I just I think this is important just for you and I as. As friendos, uh, what do you think is going to happen in episode five? Like, what do you think is going to be our last episode five? They're going to get to the border. And I think I've said this before. The last uh, I don't actually know. I don't know. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, I think there will definitely be a point where Karen leaves. For sure. I think it'll happen at the beginning Um, of the episode. I don't know. I think it's possible it happens at the beginning of the episode. I think they'll ratchet it up at the beginning of episode five. I think Karen will either get killed or be in some way, shape, or form put in danger. Huh. Um, but maybe not. But I expect them to go kind of all out with episode five. So I, I expect some pretty pretty heavy stuff. Um, and I think the last shot we're going to get is definitely going to be... It's, Sean's going to die, I think. I think Sean's going to die, and it'll be him like saving Daniel. I think I said that before, and I think that's still going to be the truth. That'll be one of the options. I, What I really don't want is I don't want a save Daniel, save you, or like you die. I don't want yeah. one of those. I don't. I no. want a true, like, here is everything you've done throughout the game. And we've generated a couple endings based on that. 
So it really, you really pay the piper for some of the things you've done or didn't do correctly or 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 incorrectly. I think if we're going to go in this route, I think this is the best way to do it for how much time we have. I typically don't like that kind of stuff, but I think this is a great opportunity for it. I think this is not the last we've seen of the FBI agent Flores. I think she she'll be she'll she's be gonna in come back, and sure. I think yeah. I think we I think we're gonna run into officers of the law again, and I think it's kind of going to be this like will he do it again kind of thing you know what i mean like will he mm-hmm. uh make this i don't want to say same mistake because he obviously didn't do it on purpose but like will this happen again where he'll just become like an uncontrollable um supernatural tyrant or you know will you be able to control him long enough to kind of like subverse these uh cops but i think i do think they're both going to make it to Porto lobos i think they are going to make it there i am I'm hopeful okay. that it'll be a somewhat happy ending, provided that you did enough right. Um, I think that Sean dying is entirely possible, but to be honest, I think Daniel dying is also entirely possible. I I could see either of those options. I, for yeah. some reason, I see um, Daniel dying more, just because I, I... They're not gonna show a kid dying. He's nine. They don't have the balls. Do it, don't nod. You won't. You won't. You won't. <laughs> Should, kill Daniel. You won't. I, I, I don't know. I, I I. hope you are right in that I want it to be, you know, you make big choices in episode five, but you don't make a final choice. It's just based on all the choices you made, things happen, and you'll get an ending. I hope that's true. I'm very curious. Um, we'll find out in fucking December. Woo! See you all fucking later. <laughs> that's... Duncan, we got to do oh, social see media you all later. All right, all right. So, if you enjoyed this, please don't go yet. We we still have that secret surprise for you. Please don't go yet. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have an iTunes that we just we just love for you to write a review on. You just love to write a review, wouldn't you? You asshole. Go ahead and leave us anything. I'd appreciate any feedback. I know people say, "Oh, just leave me, you know, leave me five stars." Or really, just leave me anything. You know, I don't care. Yeah, That'd be cool. Just leave us some yeah. fucking feedback. Uh, if you want to email this privately to us, you can do it at thoughtsfromplayer1 at gmail.com. We have a Twitter. It's at thoughtsfromp1. And Facebook as well. You can just search thoughtsfromplayer1. And um, our social media advisor, Alex's mom, is still begging us to get an Instagram. <laughs> and it's just not happening. Um no way. The kids are on TikTok now. Check out the official thoughts from Player okay, One Okay, where we will release videos of us podcast dancing. It is a new art form. Yes. Do not knock it until you try it, mm-hmm. please. Um, I think that's <laughs> the only plugs we have. Did we? Yeah. Did we? Yeah, I did. I we said did thoughts, Twitter, from right? thoughts from P1. Yep, yep. okay. I've been cool. active on I posted three times today. It's hey, been- thanks. Thanks, person. I don't remember your name. That you you said something nice about this episode. I hope you enjoy it and aren't vi- extremely disappointed by my lack of knowledge for anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dave, okay. Dave. 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 Right. Kalu. Kalu. Kalo. I think Kalo. Uh, I don't have it pulled up in front At of me, so Dave if that's Kalo, wrong. I apologize. Thank you. Also, uh, also, yeah, mushroom I think- forever. I agree with you on that hashtag. Yes, mushrooms coming oh back. Oh my in episode god! Five. All, right. Get All right, let's out get out of here. here. We've been recording um, for two hours. Uh,
Fuck. Fuck. We don't have a closer. Oh, it's the secret. It's the secret that will be revealed. Ooh, what's the secret closer? What's the secret in the closer? In the closer? In the